Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do pets sometimes see things we can't? Could they see ghosts? That's what we ask today on this weekend, very first kid-friendly edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. And it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number to call into Real Ghost Stories Online and share your real ghost story with us. Write it on the website, realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you like our show, keep us on the air. Become a supporter of it. You go to ghostpodcast.com and sign up there or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to support the show you get access to all of our shows in advance and a bonus episode brand new ones released every single week this you may be going what's going on it's the weekend there's a new episode being released you're right there is and we're going to try and release these quite frequently on the weekends it is the kid friendly edition of real ghost stories online where the stories are kid friendly and The co-host is also kid-friendly because, well, she's a kid, and she's been on the show uh, several times over the years uh, with uh, stories of No Noggin and the Haunted Steakhouse and all sorts of things since she was like two, Uh, and she's seven and a half now, and she has been begging to get into podcasting, so this is how she's about to do it and start out by being a a weekend co-host here on Real Ghost Stories Online, and we'll talk about kid ghost stories harper brewski joins us uh welcome to the show harper hi <laughs> uh, hi and welcome uh are you excited yeah we've been talking about doing this for uh for quite some time and uh here you are yeah so, and this is a it, it, you don't have to have a ghost story uh that that you created or or anything like that we're gonna just hear ghost stories and and talk about them 
So let me ask you before we go into uh, to, to some of the stories today, have you ever had a ghostly experience in your life that you can think of like a real one, not, not just, Oh, well, this is kind of spooky, but do you, do you believe you ever had an experience that was, um, paranormal? Okay. Talking to the mic. No, not that I remember. Not that you remember. No, no. there, there's been some interesting ones with you that you may not remember. Um, where uh, it was kind of weird things that you had said when you were little. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, and we'll get your reaction on that. No way, I remember now. What's that? I was in a spaceship, and I crashed. That, well, that's kind of what you said. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, well, the, the spaceship caught on fire is what you told me when you were two. <laughs> oh, um, God. And, and we can talk more about that a little bit later on, but it's a weird thing. Um, to, to hear that, uh, it was weird to hear that from you at that time, but we've had other stories on the show where kids sh- share weird things like that. And it's, well, where did this come from? Could we have another live? Could we have another live at stake that we have that we, that we don't remember or we're not supposed to? You mean, do we have a past, have we had a past life? Is that what you're asking? Yep. And, and you're trying to like make sense of it while you're you're real little and then you forget because we're not supposed to remember it yep yeah that that's that's what we gotta kind of wonder about that uh 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at real ghost stories online to share your real ghost stories with us let's go to our first story uh, of uh this episode it says i had booked a room at the farnsworth hotel in gettysburg because i'd heard it was haunted i did not disclose that to my parents who came with us I gave, uh, they had given me the uh, Jenny Wade room. It was a beautiful room. It was, I was just excited to start exploring. My husband and I went on a ghost tour and ghost hunt, came back around 2 a.m. He fell right asleep. And I was just dozing off when I heard the sound overhead, like there was something clawing through the roof. As soon as I, it ended, a cat jumped on the bed, walked across the end of the bed and settled right by my leg. There was enough light to see No real animal was there, but I physically felt the pull of the cover on my leg. The room became icy cold, and I just stayed as still as I could, so it would not end. I did not wake my husband because I thought that might scare it off. Eventually, I did fall asleep and went that morning to the office to ask about the cat. They told me it was Zoe, and she likes to visit people. I felt honored to have been chosen. We also went to the morning theater for a ghost walk. We heard about the spirit of a little boy named Jeremy who was run over by a carriage and died in the basement. While the speaker was talking about him, a very distinct cold spot formed on my knees like a child was sitting on my lap. We were told he liked to play pranks and take shiny things. When the talk was over, my dad had gone on ahead while we stopped to chat further with the guide. My dad came back down with a gold earring in his hand and asked my mom if it was hers. And sure enough, it was hers. It was a chandelier earring, so it would have been hard to lose, but maybe she did until I reviewed my video and saw her wearing both before the talk began. She'd been dozing off and on, so maybe Jeremy did get up and take it. As a final word, as I was listening to the video, there's a child humming through most of it, but no children were down there. We were at the Major John Reynolds Memorial and hearing horses shouting and gunfire. We thought it was a reenactment, so we got in the car to find it, only to see that we were the only ones there at the time. 
I also have a picture of a soldier I took at Devil's Den, shooting the picture across the slaughter pen to the woods near Little Round Top. I saw it as I was downloading and scanning with the zoom. It's an older soldier with an overweight shape looking down. Gettysburg is my favorite place and always provides a very haunting experience. What are your thoughts on that story? Well, it seems pretty um, creepy, but ghost kids don't really scare me because they normally just pull pranks and try to have fun. Do you think that's, that's just because when, when you're a ghost kid, your, your mindset still stays as a kid? You're still wanting to do kid-like things. You're not like, boom, you're gone, and now you're going to suddenly think like an adult. You're just, I would think that you'd still want to do fun stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you're still a goat. You're still something. Mm -hmm. Your consciousness doesn't change. Exactly. It's just your physical appearance does. Yeah. So you're not at all surprised that that the child is acting the way it it was? No, I'm not surprised because it's still a kid. And, well... Just because it's a ghost doesn't mean it still can't act like what it is meant to be. Sure. What about the ghost cat that came and, and made an appearance? And I'm assuming it's a ghost cat. In the story, it doesn't make it super clear as if this cat literally fell out of the ceiling like it lives there and it fell down. Or if this cat is kind of a ghost cat and it just kind of makes appearances. Okay, cats, I'm pretty... Cats I'm pretty um happy with. Most cats that I have at home are pretty kind to me. They always well they will always like want to cuddle. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that a cat would want to do that and even when it's gone. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my cat story? No. When I was little, my first cat named Kitty and I had this cat till I was probably about probably about your age, probably like six or seven. And she just got old and she had died. But Kitty would go and sleep on the end of my bed at night um, when she was alive. And you could always just feel what that, that feels like. I know you take your cats up to your room sometime. And you, you know the feeling of if you're sitting somewhere and the cat's on the blanket out there. You know what I'm talking about? It's just there, there's movement there's pressure you can tell there's some living animal that's there well i feel that when i'm with the dogs sure so that that's sort of a feeling yeah uh, uh, there's an animal here on, on your bed um and all i had was a cat i didn't have any dogs um anyway after kitty died um we did get another cat but this cat didn't uh sleep in my room at all she actually slept downstairs in the laundry room and had her own little place she didn't come up to our bedrooms to sleep but for many many years um, I would get this feeling that uh, I was laying on my bed and I would, it felt like the cat jumped up. And you know when you're halfway asleep and you're then everything doesn't really add up? You're, you're just kind of like, you, you, you may not be thinking that your cat has di- died. <laughs> you're, just, you're just so used to the, the cat jumping up. You're like, oh, hey, hey, kitty, how are you? I remember many times for many years after that, uh, laying in bed and then feeling the weight of what I what felt like the cat jumping up. And you know Ooh. how cats sometimes do that pawing thing back and forth with their paws? Yeah, where they were like... They're like kneading dough. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. I would feel that on the end of my bed. And I always thought, oh, kitty. And then I would wake up a little bit more because this always happened when I was like kind of asleep, kind of not. And then I would I would sit up and then it would be gone. But it felt to me like the cat was there. And, and, and there was times where I was not really super asleep. I was not like, oh my gosh, I'm out. I was just laying there. I could hear like my TV or I could hear other things going on. And I knew I wasn't super asleep, but it was the strangest thing where it, I believe that that cat was coming back as a ghost cat and snuggling like she normally did. And that's the room that you sleep in when you go to grandma and grandpa's house. So if that, you have, if you ever have a weird cat feeling there. I thought it was just Livy's foot. <laughs> well, <laughs> you never know. If you're ever in that room and, and you feel like there's a cat jumping up on the bed uh, and it's just you, it might be a very old cat or the ghost of a very old cat. Well, then I know who it is. Kitty. Yeah, then I could just say, hey, kitty. Kitty was a very friendly cat. Yep. A lot like uh, Bubbles, your cat. Uh, <laughs> that, that cat that I had for years. Yeah, just just <laughs> a, a very, very friendly, laid-back uh, cat. Okay. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. This, of course, if you're just uh, joining, is the uh, weekend edition of the program. Uh, we're going to put these out uh, as frequently as we can. I don't know if it's going to be weekly or bi-weekly or just when we can get them out, but uh, it's uh, we're going to throw out uh, kids' versions of Real Ghost Stories Online with Harper as the co-host uh, as, as often as we can. So uh, be watching for those uh, in the feed. Our next story here, it says, I'm a six 16-year-old. I live in Virginia. I had the same cat since I was a baby. His name was Harley. We were close and always together when I was home. Harley got sick about seven months ago, and we put him on a couple of medications, but his illness was not curable. He slept in my bathroom, bathtub, the last few nights of his life, and every night I would wake him, uh, and he'd be meowing, so I'd go and see him. I used to lay in the bathtub with him every day and cuddle him, and when I'd go in there after he died, I'd sit in the bathtub and cry. And I'd feel the warmth on my lap. Harley uh, loved to sit on my lap. Sometimes when I was in there, I'll talk to him. And the other day I was in there and there was an empty cup in the bathtub and it started moving. About a month ago, my sister and I both woke up to his meow. Every time I shower, there are noises that come from the bathroom closet. He used to like to be in there when I showered or went to the bathroom. I also feel weighed down spots on my bed at night. And he used to always sleep with me. I recently got a kitten named Tommy due to the, uh, the depression that I was going through. I felt I needed another cat. My mom had said that I could never be as close to another cat like I was with Harley. But Tommy and I are always together. And I am. And he is too. I do not know if he has anything to do with Harley. But I felt it was a little strange since cats like to do their own things. Like Harley, Tommy is in the bathroom with me when I'm there. And gets in the bathtub and jumps around and pounces on things that aren't there. And he'll run around. He also does this in my room some nights. The nights I talk to Harley, he's usually in my dream the same night. The dreams are always the same, but different locations. Once it was at my country house where I got Harley. And it was after he died. Went into the shed and he was there. Picked him up and held him and cried. The dreams felt very real. I could feel his fur and everything. I'm not sure if all these things are just imagined because I've never had a ghostly encounter that's so close to me. What do you guys 
think? Well, I think those dreams might be a sign that he's still there with her, um, just as a ghost. So, yeah. Do you think ghosts, whether it be people or animals, can visit us in our dreams? I don't know. That's kind of creepy if that does happen. Like to give a message like this one did. Like she felt so close in the dream. It felt so real. Do you ever have dreams that feel more real than others? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And anything where it's like where you wake up and you go, oh my gosh, did that really happen? And you kind of got to wonder about it for a little bit? Yeah. It's just like, am I still asleep or am I awake? Yeah. And trying to trying to figure out if that experience actually uh, actually took place. And that that's what it sounds like here. They had a dream that was so, it felt so different. It felt so authentic um, that they didn't know if it was real or not and if the cat, in fact, did come back to visit. But it is interesting there. In that story, it talked about some of the same things we were just talking about with what I experienced with my cat uh, after it passed away, the feeling of it being on the bed and some of the sounds and stuff. I never heard my cat um, after it passed away. But you know what? Um, The last cat that uh, my parents had, that grandma and grandpa had, Scruffles, that was my cat for a long time when I was like 18 and then they adopted the cat. Um, the um, After Scruffles died a couple years ago, Scruffles would walk around and you would hear uh, uh, when Scruffles was alive, uh, it's claws on the floor, on like the kitchen floor. And Scruffles also had a tendency to cough up hairballs. <laughs> and and when a cat coughs up a hairball, you know it's a very distinct sound. It, our cats, for the most part, don't do hairballs. I don't know why we're just lucky uh, thus far. But cats like, you know, it's like it's like a ralphing up sound. Um, but it's it's it is what it is. After Scruffles died, my parents swear, and my dad, your grandpa, he does not believe in ghosts. He he's the one who's always been. I don't believe in him. Whatever. But he does not deny that he heard these things happen. They said that they could hear what sounded like the cat doing its normal routine of walking around the floor in the kitchen, going over to its bowl, because there's a certain path it would take, and coughing up hairballs after Scruffles had died. Okay. Um. So if Grandpa doesn't believe in ghosts, then... How can he believe that he heard those sounds? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 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 just as your head is spinning as much as mine is when it comes to that. Where someone who has a paranormal experience that's obviously there's no explanation for, but you still walk away going, I don't know if I believe in ghosts. You know, it, it's like it's like to me when you have something like that happen i'm holding a pencil in my hand it's like me holding this pencil in my hand but then saying i'm not so sure that's a pencil you know it's like it's right there you just had this experience of holding the pencil it's clearly a pencil you don't have any other cats there's no other animals that would make these noises it clearly was your cat yes it's dead it's not there anymore but somehow these noises are being made how why i don't know but that was something Another thing is the fact that you are a 
ghost storyteller. Mm-hmm. And Grandpa doesn't believe in ghosts. Yeah, that's another interesting one, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, what does your son do? Well, he tells ghost stories. Oh, it's, a, you know, so... That's uh, that's interesting. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our next letter. It says, I remember moving into my then new childhood home when I was around eight years old. I was super thrilled because it was so much bigger than our last home, and it even had a front yard and a good-sized backyard to play in. The strange thing is that when I moved in, I started to hear voices. My grandparents took the back room uh, down this creepy hallway that was aligned with the garage door. Whenever I was back there, I would hear whispering sounded as if it was coming from the windows in the back of the room, facing out to some banana trees. I could understand what it was that I was hearing, but it would creep me out. I told my parents about it, and upon inspection, my father would never hear it. My dad said it could be the neighbor's voices bouncing off the banana tree leaves. If I did not go in the back room, I felt I'd be okay until I heard my name. I played in my room, letting my imagination take off when I heard my father call me. I yelled, yes, dad no response being afraid of getting it from my father by not responding quickly i ran out to see what it was that he needed i said yeah pop and he looked at me and said what's the matter i asked if he had called and he said no all right i thought maybe my mind is playing tricks then it called again i was in the kitchen eating breakfast one morning when i heard my mother call me I went to see what she wanted. I saw she was in her room cleaning the bathroom and I asked her what she needed. She said she had not called me. She was concerned and asked me what I had heard. I told her I heard her voice calling my name and a while ago, dad called to me as well, but he said he did not. My mother is a very spiritual person. She uh, was very religious and had very much respect for those who died. She told me never to answer those voices if I heard them calling and not to acknowledge them. She instructed me to just go to her and dad to see if they were both okay if they heard if I heard them calling. I agreed. Over the years, I'd hear the voices calling to me. My oldest sister would also hear my parents calling to her, but it would not be them. We both knew the drill. I think my parents were getting annoyed at seeing my sister and me coming to them for no reason. On a few occasions, when I'd hear my name from a family member, I would look for them, but they would not be home. The thing would be that they... Uh, the thing that was calling to us seemed to know and knew that they were not there, but we were. One Sunday, my father and I chopped down those old banana trees out back in the yard. We spent the whole morning cleaning our yard, pulling the leaves, weed whacking, chopping banana trunks, clipping the mock orange and so on. It was getting too hot and my dad said I should go in and take a shower as we were done for the day. He elected to go to the dump and throw out the trash. I said, okay. When I was in the shower, I had left both doors to the bathroom open. One door leads to the small bedroom, mine, on the other door led to the back room, my grandparents' room, where I heard the whispering. I lathered shampoo into my hair, and I heard this shrill screaming that startled me. It was the sound of my father. He screamed my name in excruciating pain. I was the most afraid I'd ever been in my life. I jumped out of the shower, grabbed my towel, wrapped it around me, and flew out the door got to the garage and the place I heard my father and looked around. My adrenaline was pumping and I was getting ready to see the worst. Then I realized my father was at the dump. My heart slowed down and I turned to walk back into the house, feeling a little embarrassed. As I took a step, I felt something. 
I was on my way back to the shower, but before I could get to the garage door, I felt a chilling breeze touch my bare chest. The feeling went from my upper torso over one of my shoulders and down my spine, then disappeared completely. I cannot explain it. Where does a cold breeze come from on a 98-degree day? And then where does it go? I shuddered after that and quickly finished my shower. When my father got back, I was relieved. Not because I was afraid of the paranormal experience, but because I thought he had gotten seriously hurt. I told him of what happened, and he could not say what it was. To this day, I still hear something call to me that's not there. Now I hear my wife call me all the time, but not by name. I always answer, babe, honey, or I hear her voice say a short, indecipherable phrase. Luckily, she hears my voice calling to her as well, so she does not think I'm crazy. What's even funnier is that now when I visit my family at my old home, my sister's son comes out of his room on occasion and says, what is it, mom? To her, while she and I are in the middle of a conversation, I tell him, make sure you don't answer the voice back. My sister and I laugh because we, rem we remember doing the same thing. Has anyone had similar experiences with things calling you by name when you know that it's not a living person? Sometimes I feel like that you were that like something is calling me. So I go to you guys and. Mm -hmm. find out that you guys have called me but sometimes you didn't call me and, yeah. that, and that really creeps me out you know sometimes you know when you're a kid because you're you are always doing a ton of things at once you have your phone going you have your tv going you have vr going sometimes sometimes those things will happen because you're hearing them from uh, another uh, another device or another something um, and it'll be confusing and you'll think you're hearing it um, but in this story I think there was really something else that was going on there you know I remember my parents you know thinking they were calling me too and, and I don't I don't look back on it and go I think there was a ghostly experience I think sometimes you have things like this where it's super distinct where you really know that there was some voice that was um, that was calling out. And yeah, I think, and I think that's what um, what happened here in this uh, this case. Yeah, but one time, this this was when we were exploring houses and we had that like weird vibe. I was in another room. Mm -hmm. and so tell me about it. We were exploring houses. So is this when we were looking at at a, a new house and we were house hunting? Yeah. It, okay. I, and no one called my name, but I thought I heard something. Where, wait, what house was it? It was like that creepy house that <laughs> had the weird vibe. Get closer to the mic, honey. The house that had the weird vibe. Where was it this last time we were looking at houses? It was when we were looking at houses in our last neighborhood. Okay. That creepy house that we all felt a weird vibe in. The, the super big one? No, the one, the, the small one that we all had a weird vibe in. Okay. And you thought you had heard your name being called out. Yeah. Really? So I went to you guys. No one has called my name. So that freaks me out. Maybe there's something to the vibe, you know? Yeah. You're, you, I would, I would consider you, uh, sensitive. I'm very sensitive. Um, <laughs> uh, what what I would actually call you, it, it's a term called empathic. Have you heard that before? 
Nope. Empath means like super duper sensitive. Like you can feel emotions of things even when they're not obviously there. Like if you were somewhere and um, there was another friend of yours and they were, you know, sitting over here crying, you would know they're crying. There's something wrong. But sometimes, you know, somebody's in um, an emotional state. Maybe they want to cry, but they're just, they're smiling. You are someone who I think could look at that person and go, there's something wrong. I need to talk to them. You are also someone who can pick up on feelings of things that may not be visibly there. Um, An example that we've talked about on the show before is the Titanic Museum in Branson. Um, when we went through that for the first time, do you remember that? I got very freaked out because I could like feel something. Yeah, you were about three or so. And there's one, and the Titanic Museum is is famously haunted. It's been on um, ghost television shows and things of that nature. But there's when there's one specific area of this, and this happened before the television show, even before they were talking about it being haunted. I don't think they even really wanted anybody to, to know that at that moment. In that, time. that creepy room with all the noises that, that just like I had to leave. Well, what it was, was it was an area of the museum where you open up the door and then it feels like you're outside on the deck of the ship that night. And they have it. Uh, the temperature is very low and cold in that room. And you have to walk through there to get to the next part of the museum. And you and it's not really a spooky area. It, there, there's nothing about it where you, you'd look at it and go, "Ooh, that's spooky. It's just like the next step through the museum. Um, but there was something about that area that you did not like, and, and you were just, you, you did not want to go into that room. You did not want to pass that room. I believe there's like a real deck chair that's right there too. That was from the Titanic. Um, there's a lot of artifacts in that museum that are from the Titanic that move and they have issues with, but, um, but you did not want to go into that area. Um, yeah. and I, I think I picked you up and carried you through that room and we got to the next spot. It just felt like something that wasn't clearly visible was right there. And so it freaked me out. Yeah. I know it was like really cold, but it was like colder than it was. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely like freezing. Yeah. Like almost like ice. You know, on I believe it was Ghost Adventures, the TV show. That is where they saw handprints on the glass there that separate those two rooms that came up when they were investigating. So right in that same area where you had called it years before they ever did that episode, you had an experience right there. So that's what I mean by you are able to sense some things and pick some things up when others can't. I still hate that room (laughs) to this day. But you have to think if, if you're a ghost and you're, trapped in this museum that looks like the vessel that you died on that sunk, you know, and, and there's an area of it that is simulating, uh, what maybe your last few moments were like, 
that would be kind of a scary, unnerving place to be because the inside of that museum is really quite amazing. They have the grand staircase and they have halls and it, it's it's beautiful and it's really neat to see just how ornate that ship was. Um, but then you get to that portion that you did not like and that they have found that activity at that was simulating what it was like outside on that cold night where it struck the iceberg, where that would not have been a very happy memory for someone. And if that someone is a ghost and they're confused as to why they're even there and they're just kind of reliving this moment over and over, that would be an area where I think my mind would be very much not at ease. And I'd be very anxious because, oh my gosh, I'm back outside again. This isn't good. That would make sense as to why that area feels that way. Yeah. It's just, I still felt something that, mm -hmm freaks me out yeah and if we ever go back to that room i'm always gonna feel that same thing yeah that exact same thing that's always gonna freak me out it'll be interesting as you get older if you can define any of those things if you can say this feels like a, a little girl this feels like a little boy this feels like an adult this feels like a cat this feels, you, know, you, you can kind of get more of a sense for it because yeah. you obviously you can sense there's something there but as far as what it is, I mean, you were like three, so I don't expect you to know now, all these years later, what it exactly was, other than it was unnerving. Well, that's the thing, because if you can feel something that's colder than the room it is in, mm -hmm. um, and it's like 50 or 90 degrees outside, and it and it's supposed to be a cold room, and it's like... And something touches you and it's like freezing. It was, it was definitively colder than the cold room. Exactly. Yeah. And so it felt like just something was there and like touching me. Yeah. So that's what it was for you. It was feeling cold. Yeah. And I know I was three, but yeah. that just makes me extra. Well, what was that word again? Extra what? I'm not sure. Oh, empathic? Empathic. Yeah. I was... Well, it, it's interesting because what we learn about a lot on the show is that uh, with kids, sometimes this ability, this sensitivity uh, or empathic ability uh, sometimes fades away as people get older. With some people, it sticks around. With some people, uh, it uh, gets stronger. It varies, but in a lot of cases, it, it, it decreases as you get older. But I don't know about you. I don't know if, if with you it's going to get stronger, if it's going to fade, if it's going to, it's one of those things we're just going to kind of, I, I think it's one of those things where if you're aware of it and then you understand it and you don't block it out, it can be, an, it's like, it's another sense. It's like sight. It's like sound. It's, 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 uh, it's what you may hear people call a sixth sense. Um, yeah. And that's that's really what it is. It's exactly what I was about to say is like, it's my sixth sense. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very, uh, it was an interesting experience that we had there uh, that day. All right. Well, how'd you, how'd you do? How do you think you did here on your first episode of the program? It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. You want to come back and do more episodes? Yep. All right. Well, we will do that. We'll do more kid versions of real ghost stories online, and we'll be uh, dropping those for you 
on the weekends. So if you uh, like the show and you want to find an episode that is safe to listen to uh, with your kids, uh, all you got to do is just look at the feed and look for the uh, the kid versions of them that will drop on the weekends here of Real Ghost Stories Online. That's going to wrap up the program for today. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person in EPP. Sign up at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time for Harper, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. 